Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. Wealth is more than just money, where you will hear leading professionals share expert advice on how to become financially free, generate wealth, and legacy wealth. If you want to discover how to enhance your money mindset through strategies, tools, and techniques, then this is the podcast for you. Your host, Paul Lawrence Van, is a financial coach, two-time number one international best-selling author, course creator, and he has been assisting clients to enhance their understanding of money management to become debt-free, discover ways to build wealth, and to generate legacy wealth for over 18 years. Will you be next? Here is your host, Paul Good Lawrence day, good Vann. day, everyone. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. And as you very well know, wealth is more than just money. And today we have a guest on who is going to share how one can obtain money God's way. And we all should want to know this. But before I go into his bio, I want to introduce him to you. Dexter B. Jenkins, how are you doing today, my friend? I am excellent. Looking forward to this podcast. Likewise for me, and I know that the uh, viewers and the listeners will do so as well. So let's get started with your bio. Uh, first of all, uh, Dexter B. Jenkins is senior pastor of Fellowship Christian Church in Boston and managing partner of Dominion Real Estate Holdings, LLC. He is a faith-based financial mentor that is passionate about helping families build generational wealth with easy to implement steps. That's very important for us all. And then Pastor Jenkins inspires and instructs hundreds of people with his podcasts, his programs, online courses, and books as well. A popular speaker on the topic of wealth building God's way, he is an authority on faith and finance. And as you all know, in this pandemic economy, we need what Dexter B. Jenkins has. We really do. So uh, let's get started now. And if you're ready, we're ready as well. And so Pastor Jenkins, let's first of all talk about, and I want you to share the genesis of how you were inspired to be of service to the Lord, our God. We need it so much today. <laughs> we well, really I, do. Yeah, we do. We do. You know, I mean, my, 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 my story, Paul, is, is I grew up as a church kid. Uh, I, I can't think of a, a Sunday where my mom in particular didn't make me go to church. Sure. Um, and so, you know, I fast forward that to 18. When I turned 18, 19, started to go to college. So I'm never going back to church. Uh-huh. And you know, so for a little while, I stepped away. Part to my mid to late 20s uh, sure. after I got married. And then I recognized, I said, you know what? You know, the, the reason why I am the man I am partly was because of, you know, the teaching I got at church. Exactly. And so once I started going back to church, I had a, I had a, my, my, my daughter was five at the time. Okay. And then we had two other children. And then, you know, I really said, you know what? Let me start going back. And then as I started to go back, Paul, I've always been a leader. So I've always sure. been a captain of my basketball teams or uh -huh. whatever else. Fantastic. And as I was really getting, yeah, as I, as I was getting serious about the scriptures, sure. I found that I was able to teach it. Ah, and so wonderful. right around, yeah. And so I started out teaching a Bible study to my teenagers at the old church I was going to. And then that progressed to, I went to another church because other pastor had passed away. Uh -huh. um, and then uh, in 2009, I got called to be a pastor. And then in 2012, we started the church that we have currently. So it was a progression, but nice. I was, I would, I would trace it back to the lessons uh -huh. I learned as a young man, uh, you know, back in New Haven, Connecticut. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. And I have family from that part of the country. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. A beautiful part of the country. Wonderful people as well. 
Exactly. So, so thank you for sharing that. And that's, that's very special. And I, I really want the younger people who are listening to this to listen to what you had to say, because God was working with you. People say, well, how do I find God? Oh, you don't have to worry about finding God. God will find you. <laughs> I, I always laugh when people say, I found God. I'm like, well, uh -huh. he wasn't lost. It was you. you know? Exactly. It's exactly. Just, he, he was there the whole time. It was just, uh, it was just us discovering him, you know? Yes, and absolutely. So, and it's, the funny thing about it is when you really give your life to Christ and get serious about it, you wonder why it took you so long to do it. Exactly. That's that's totally true. And, and for, for today, with things uh, not being what we would call normal, uh, exactly. We need God now more than from the more first man and woman. Before. Yeah, from yes, the sir. very start. We absolutely do. So thank you for sharing that. So let's talk about a topic. And then sometimes it's more of a myth than anything. And, and that's about money. And that right. money is the root of all evil. Uh, both you and I know that this is not true. How do you assist families in understanding the truth and importance of money in their life today? That it's not, not evil. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I think I think about what the word you say, you know, um, myth versus truth. Yes. And a lot of times when they are quoting or dealing with money issues, you know, it's a lot of different reasons. But, you know, in the circuit that you and I may be traveling, you know, they've heard money is the root of all evil. Yes. And they're misquoting the yes. verses, first Timothy chapter six, verse 10, where God says the love of money the love is of the money. root of all. Of money. Absolutely. It's not money is the love of it. Yeah. And so scripture also tells us what to love. He tells us to love three things, to love God, yes. to love our neighbor, and yes. to love ourselves. Correct. Got it? So don't get those mixed up. And yes. so if you try to love anything other than those three things, you're going to be, you're going to be a la-la lamb. And That's so I correct. really try to bring people back to the truth of, yes. you know, God calls us to love him, yes. to love our neighbor, neighbor? to love ourselves, Sales. right? That's and right. then what we do is we, we use money as a tool to show our love to other people. Correct. You know, and so Absolutely. that's how I really straighten that out with people. But, you know, I think if Paul, if, if people don't get this truth correct, yes. they're really schizophrenic in how they pursue wealth and pursue business and success. Because on one hand, you recognize you need it. That's correct. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, nobody can tell us that they don't need money because I would say, OK, look at your light bill. Or look at your mortgage. <laughs> and your rent and tell them you don't need it. You're going to have to you know pay I mean? so, yeah, you're going to have to pay it. Okay, so <laughs> God knows that we need it. That's right. And then for us to say, I don't want enough of it, is, is sort of, is sort of it doesn't make a lot of sense. So you got to straighten people's theology out and thinking around that and say, hey, all God is asking is this, to keep him at the forefront of everything that you do, including your money, and he has no problem with it. And he'll guide you in the right direction. <laughs> he, he will guide you and lead you, and he will assist you yes. in doing it. You know, if 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 he can if he can make sure that your heart is right. Yes. And because really, what he does, Paul, is he needs people who he can talk to. And say, hey, look, I want you to fund the works at your church. I want you to fund that's right you know, other charities. I want you to be a blessing to other people. Well, you know, sometimes if people are not hearts are not connected to God, yeah. you know, they spend all the things on themselves. On themselves, you know? exactly. Our waste. So uh, they're not. They, exactly. They both, both, and probably both of them, you know, yeah. so they're not thinking about other people, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm 53 right now, um, you know, and as I get older, I find the less stuff I need for myself. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I, I'm, I, I how, totally many, how, many, yeah, how many coats and clothes, you know, how, I, yeah. you, know I, you, you don't need a lot of stuff. <laughs> there are a few things I like to do, but for the most part, I find I need less and less, but really, that's my right. joy comes is when I can step in and help somebody else, help someone and else. be a blessing to somebody else. And yes. then I really say, you know what, Lord, 
you know, thank you for allowing me to assist that person. That's right. That's right. And and it makes a difference in that person's life as well. Yes. yes. Well, 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 it, well, think about it like this. How, how are they going to see God in most cases? If they can't see people who are right there with them. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and yes. so and so when I mean, I don't know how many times I've been in supermarkets and, you know, sure. somebody didn't have money or they were, you know, they were struggling. I stepped in and paid. My wife yeah. has done the same thing a bunch of times. Oh, yeah. You know, and I wasn't I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing it to show up. I was doing it because I really felt I've been there when. I was at the cash register and was hoping I had enough money. Exactly. Yes. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been there. I've been there. Oh, with, yeah. you know, with, I mean, I mean, we're eating beans and rice because sure. there wasn't else. Or there were times when, you know, we ate and the kids, the kids ate, but we didn't. I was there. Right. Oh, yeah. You know? And so my heart is sensitive when I see people like that. Exactly. You know, and so, but 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 if I don't have it, sure, I can't give it out to other people. And so I think, you know, people really have to get that that thinking straight of it's okay for you to have money uh, sure. and still love God and, Absolutely. and looking at to be able to be a blessing to other people. Then also, Paul, this is another thing I talk to people about a lot of times. Sure. God also wants you to enjoy it. He does. He does. He you wants know, you to be happy. He, he wants you to be happy. So I mean, yeah. in, that, in, that first, in that same chapter, 1 Timothy chapter 6, he goes down and he talks about that God gives us all things richly to enjoy. Exactly. Right. Yes. And so, and so God doesn't care about you and, and you know taking vacations and driving nice cars and living in night. That he doesn't. Yeah. He, he he's not bothered by that as long as you don't keep you know kick him out, well, kick him to the curb. Exactly. That's all he's concerned about. Just yeah, don't obsess right? over it. <laughs> don't say you know and, and and don't and don't get your esteem from it because sure. you know some people think because I got a nice car, I got a right. I got a lot of money, you can get your esteem from that. And God is saying no, your yeah. esteem should come from me. Exactly. And the price I paid for you uh, through Jesus Christ and how I made you. And so um, money, if you're not careful, can be a, 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 a give you a false sense of who you are. And it's like, no, right. that's the, the money. The money doesn't make you, you know. That's right. That's right. It, yeah. it absolutely doesn't. I think uh, just a wonderful testimony uh, from you. And I think a lot of people, when they hear that, they're going to be, be able to identify with that as well. So thank exactly. you for sharing it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, Pastor Jenkins, as a faith-based financial mentor, provide an example of how you work with families to build wealth that leads to generational wealth. So you have a process going, first of all, getting people into that consciousness of, you know, exactly. money, money is, is uh, we need it for things. You right. know, like I stated in my, my uh, show, wealth is more than just money. It's love, right. it's compassion, it's understanding, exactly. peace, joy, et cetera. So how do you uh, work when you work with uh, families? Uh, how do you provide, um, if you can provide an example of right. how you help the families to better understand this process? Right. Well, I mean, well, because I have the fortune of working with people in a lot of different areas. So sometimes I work with them as a pastor. Sure. Sometimes I'm working with them through my podcast or books. Yes. Um, you know, sometimes working with them one-on-one as I'm talking to them. Uh -huh. And so what I really strive to do is like, like you've already stated, to get yes. them to have, first of all, the right theology and relationship with money, number one. Yes. And then number two, I begin to talk to them about something that I call the shift method. Yes, you I know, like which, that. I like that. You know, that we which stands for, uh, I, and, and now Paul, I got this from, I've read, I don't know how many books on finances throughout uh -huh. the years. Uh, <laughs> and then also, Looking at scripture, you know, yes. in particular Proverbs and Ecclesiastics, yes. um, I found that there are three things that that I found that whether it's in scripture or outside of scripture, that if people do that, they would have the chance mm -hmm. to reach their highest financial potential. Sure. And so uh, 
And, and what I do, as I call, I call it the secret sauce to building wealth. Now, yes. it's, if, if you know anything about secret sauces, oh, most yeah. of the time they're very simple. Very simple, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just a it's, nice it's, title it's to it. It's a little bit of oregano. <laughs> yeah, just maybe a little oregano, a little of this. You know, it's, uh-huh. it's simple. It's not really anything deep, but it's just how they do it, you know? Exactly. And so I, so I believe the shit method is the same way. So I, I, so I said the shit method is, is made of three things. Stewardship. Yes. Ownership. Yes. Entrepreneurship. So I like if you that. Break those three things. Yeah, so if you break those three things down, say, so, okay, if a person can steward their money properly, sure, uh, meaning they come up with a budget or a spending plan, yeah. and they have a, they have the, the, they, they, they are disciplined enough to um, be what I call a 10, 10, 80 person. So right. a 10, 10, 80 person, someone who tithes 10%, yes, saves a memo of 10% uh-huh. and lives off the 80. And then, you know, sometimes I adjust that. Sometimes I call them a 10, 20, 70 person. It just depends. But, exactly. you know, just getting people to say, hey, listen, what you've got to do is you've got to tell your money what to do. You've got to steward it because if you don't. And it, and it wants them, you know, the money ex- wants them to do it. It wants them to tell you what yes. to do. And, and, and we've all had the experience of, you know, maybe not so much now, but really uh, early on when, you know, we actually had to physically cash our check. Oh, yeah. And you had to, to cash it. And then you went to the bank. And if you weren't careful, you looked up, you got paid Friday. You looked at back on Saturday afternoon or even Sunday afternoon. You're uh-huh. like, where did all my money go? Yes, it, it evaporated. It evaporated, <laughs> exactly. Because you didn't tell it what to do. That's and so right. stewarding is really, you you really telling your money what to do. It's right. just stewardship. Now, if you come to the next shift is what I call ownership. Ownership, now, Ownership, yes. Paul, mm-hmm. really deals with two things. You having an ownership mentality Versus a consumer mentality. Yes. Because we've been taught to have a consumer mentality. I tell people every commercial on television is trying to get you to spend money. That's right. That, that <laughs> consumer economy. Yeah. They, they're trying to come buy the car, come buy the uh-huh. dress, come buy the house. Get that house. You know, yeah, get the house. You know, very few. I, matter of fact, I, that was, I, I've, I've seen very few commercials, unless maybe it's an investment firm, that yes. talked about saving and investing. Exactly. And talk about buying, right? Yes. And so, okay, so what you've got to do is you've got to have an ownership mentality. And so it starts with getting people to say, hey, look, I need to be an owner. Uh, I was reading the other day, uh, Uh you know, they were talking about, they were talking about Beyonce. Right. And Beyonce um, had, matter of fact, she, she did a show for uber right yeah yeah i heard and about that uber uh you heard about that yeah oh yeah so uber oh, wanted yeah. to give her six six million dollars she said she turned it down so no just right. give me stock Correct. and then the stock has 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 you know escalated and oh for sure yeah exponentially. So dollars. yeah exponentially and so okay it was like she could have got the six men which would have been pretty good but she but she had an ownership mentality thinking yes. no 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 let me get the equity yeah and so you know i really give people say hey listen Let's start with the ownership mentality, right? Uh-huh. But then after that, they have to learn the difference between an asset and a and liability. Liability, exactly. Right. Yes. So what an asset does is, you know, there are different there are different ways of looking at it. But I, I look at I I like at it. I mean, I look at looking at an asset from um I, I read this years ago from Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert right. Kiyosaki. Uh huh. I have it um, right one, on my desk. Oh, a great book. But, yes. but, 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 but one thing he talked about in that book is that assets puts money into your pocket while liabilities take them out. That's correct. And so I, I tell people, listen, because what we've been taught maybe um, from, from, you know, from, from, from statements sure. that, that where, where people are saying, hey, you know, list this as an asset and what it's worth. Well, just sure. because you listed, that doesn't mean somebody's going to pay that for that. That's very true. 
Very you know? true. So that mm -hmm. might so that might not be the asset that you think it is, but but if you look mm -hmm. at his definition of an asset, an mm -hmm. asset is something that puts money into your pocket. Yes. So I get people thinking, okay, real estate puts money, cash flow in real estate puts money into your pocket Absolutely. on a consistent basis. Absolutely. Intellectual property. I mean, you and I were talking the other day oh, yeah. about courses and things that nature. Exactly. That puts money into your pocket. That's right. You know, if you if, if you own stocks that are that that, that have dividends coming. Those that, you know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So getting people to think to, to know what is difference between an asset and a liability, yeah. and to get, I, I, I say, get laser-like focus on building and creating assets yes. is what we do under ownership. Yes, and I Got think it? that's very that's a very important point. You know, first of all, starting out with stewardship, you have exactly. it, then you put it, then you have the ownership, not approaching it as it's just a uh, fun, just to go shopping or no, nice no, restaurants, no, no. Or, you know, no, European no. import and, vehicles. Yeah, and, and, and eventually you can do that, but you know, sure. I, I think you, stewardship is where you start because you have to see. Most time, people don't know what's coming and going. Right. We're exactly. just spending and yeah. living, and yeah. so okay. Doing the stewardship piece, I got to get a sense of what's coming and what's where am I? Sure. Now, once I know where I'm at, now I can begin to make some moves. So now we got stewardship, we got ownership, ownership. We got entrepreneurship. Yes. We'll talk about um, uh, really creating leverage for yourself. Now, I, I I don't believe everybody's called to be an entrepreneur. That's true. Very true. Because you know, because you may be called to be a, a politician, or you may be sure. called to be a teacher. You know, I, I'm a pastor. Right. You know, so I believe in callings. Sure. You know, so, so you may not be called to be an entrepreneur. Now, I do believe that we're called to steward properly and then have ownership, but to be a full-time entrepreneur, that may not be a calling. You, exactly. You may not be wired or, like or it may, may very well be part-time. Yeah, it could, it could be part-time. Or... Yeah, yeah, it could be a side yeah. hustle. You know, yeah. so you uh -huh. know, so I, I always 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 start out with that. But ownership is about this, is about this one word, leverage. Leverage, absolutely. Meaning that you can get paid uh, off the efforts of other people. Now, yes. uh, when, when, when I was a kid coming up, there was a, a gas station. I don't know if they're still in business now, but uh -huh. Getty Getty Station. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, they were they were pretty big in Connecticut. I don't know. If, exactly. I don't see them a lot around now. Uh -huh. But uh, J. Paul Getty was the founder of that, and one of the things he said was this. Uh, and actually, he said, "I would rather get paid one um, percent uh -huh. off a hundred people's efforts yes. versus a hundred percent of mine." Correct. And so what, what he was teaching us is that it's about leverage. The more hours that I can benefit from, sure. the more money I can make, the more people I can help. And then watch this, Paul, the more freedom I can have, because yes. that's what entrepreneurship is all about. And I think what this pandemic is teaching us is that people are recognizing I I like being home at two o'clock in the they, afternoon they, with my kids. They my love life. being at home. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I like walking the dog and I like not yeah. being in the on the train and I like not driving in traffic. And exactly. so entrepreneurship is, you know, I even believe this, Paul, if people can even make the same amount of money they're making now, they would control their own, own schedule, they would do it. They would do it. And in fact, that's, in fact, they're doing it. Exactly. And that's why we, when we see the uh, uh, employment an unemployment rate being what it is right now. People are just not coming back like they they're not coming back. Yeah, they don't want to go through that again. Yeah, not, no, I mean, I mean the, 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 the world as we know it, know it? Uh, we knew it back then, <laughs> pre, 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 what, what, March 2020, that world yeah. is over. It's over. And so, you know, yeah. so people are looking for ways to become entrepreneurs and, and to more be dynamic. more flexible and to yeah. be, you know, to, to, to have more flexibility in all the things that they do. And so I think yes. I help people go through those three things, stewardship, ownership, and entrepreneurship in uh -huh. order to get them on the path 
to to to, to what where I call they need to go. where they need to go. And, and really yeah. what I talk to, to Paul, I talk a lot about is not even building wealth, but I, even though I do do that, I talk yeah. to people about really reaching their highest financial potential. Meaning yes. this, I believe that if you did the right thing with your money, by default, wealth would be yours. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and like you stated, it's very simple. There's nothing. Yeah. Very, yeah. Yeah, very yeah, simple. Very, yeah. Very simple. That's why I call yeah. it the secret sauce. Yes. Because secret sauces are very simple. You exactly. Know, exactly. You know, exactly. A, lot, a lot of times the cook will say, uh, okay, I'll tell you, it's a little pepper, it's a little. She's like, that's what that is. You know, it's simple. Very simple. <laughs> and it tastes yeah. good too. <laughs> yeah, it tastes good. You know, and so, and so you, you know, because people come to me and say, Dexter, I mean, uh, you know, should I invest in real estate? Should I do uh, sure. cryptocurrency? Should I do all that? You know, right. and so mm -hmm. I try to bring people back to the basics. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, as sure. you learn about those things, that's fine. But let's start with the basics. If, exactly. If you get those three things down first, yes. you, you, you'll find your own lane and go on with it, you know? Well, without a doubt, that, that was just wonderful. I know the listeners are going to really, really enjoy that. And uh, it's something to, for them to really hold on to. Yes, right. to hold on to. So, uh, Dexter, one of the things that both you and I share is that we love this, this two-letter two, uh, word. It's called debt freedom. And, of course, it's very special, especially during yeah. this pandemic, because yes, some is. people came up short during this pandemic. Right. Every, everyone didn't strive. And even with the stimulus check, it's just not enough. Yeah. Yeah. So let's share with listeners the importance of being a lender rather than a borrower or debtor uh, in the ever-shifting economy. Uh, what do you recommend for families that you work with in terms of them, first of all, understanding, getting that foundation down with right. the SHIP method, exactly. uh, getting them to that point where we need to be debt-free? Exactly. That's well, and, and, uh, go back to what you always said. It, it starts with uh, stewardship. During stewardship, stewardship. Is, when we, is when we sit down and say, okay, where are we? Yes. And so during that, you begin to share with them the importance of sure. uh, you having a game plan to become debt free. Yes. Because that's what starts with, uh, you know, I heard a guy say years ago, he said, wealthy people yes. earn interest and poor people pay it. Correct. That's correct. You know what I mean? Once they and make so, that connection with yeah, the bank. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get them you know? those so, loans from credit cards. You get cards. them loans, whether, whether it be uh, student loans or car loans, car loans or credit mortgages cards. or personal loans, credit yeah. cards, uh -huh. you know. Uh, I, th th this is my personal philosophy on debt, sure. because I think because I think everyone should have one. Yes, is that if I borrow money, it should make me money. That that's very true. As opposed that's, to uh, to having leaks in in your money. Yes, and there are a lot of money enriching. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As opposed to enriching Bank of America, Wells yeah. Fargo, or whoever else, or Sally yeah. Mae, whatever else. And yeah. so that's the, that's the philosophy that my wife and I have sure. always had. Is that if we take out a loan, yes, it should make should us make money. money. It shouldn't, yeah, you know it what I mean. So I, so I, so I, right, yeah. So I, so I, so I get people thinking about getting their own personal philosophy on yes. how they're going to handle debt. You know, and, and particularly if they're married, yes, because absolutely. there are some people who, who are very who are very comfortable sure. with debt, and some people who are not. And yeah. so you, you, you have to have your own personal philosophy on that. But then you have to get in your mind is this because I. I do think, Paul, sometimes people don't focus enough on wealth building or reaching their highest financial potential because I believe debt freedom is a, is a stop on the road to financial dependence. Yes, that's very true. Very you know true. what I mean? Yes. So I, we, it's so, a, so marker, a marker is, on, on the financial yes, highway. Yes, it is. Because, <laughs> because think about it like this. If we just focus people on being debt free, yes. but don't get them focused on 
on a bigger goal, they may lose they they may lose steam somewhere along the line. Yes, yes, yes. It was you know kind of I mean? more of a marathon than a sprint. Yes, and so I'm yeah. saying, hey, look, the reason why we want to be debt free is because we eventually want to be able to the all those dollars well. that are going out every month, yeah, going out to Sally Mae and uh, uh, the mortgage Mae, and yeah. uh, car loan and Fannie Mae and all that. Well, sure. if we don't have to pay that to them. You yeah. can use that to build wealth and, you know, and, uh, buy, buy more properties or, you know, buy yeah. more stocks. And, and pay yourself. So, pay yourself, you know. Yeah. So all uh -huh. of that is part of the process. But, you know, to your point of being a lender, not a borrower, you know, that's yeah. also in the Bible. God wants us to do that because the person who is a lender, lender. is in charge. That's right. And and the person who is a borrower <laughs> is, is not. It's not exactly, exactly. And we you know, know that that's happening a lot, especially when we yeah. look at the debt that people are carrying nowadays. Exactly, it's really you know, a lot. Yeah, because because uh, if you look at Proverbs twenty two, sure. it says it says that the borrower is servant or slave to the lender. You know Correct. what I mean? And so what is letting us know is that hey, anytime you borrow money, yeah. you're putting yourself underneath a person. That's correct. And so that's why, and God, and God has always been very careful on his people being under anybody but him. him so exactly. that's why, he, you know, he wants us to be the lender yeah, as opposed to the borrower. And, and what you're saying is they will control you. If you owe, exactly. you will be controlled. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and so that's why he talks about us being the lender, because he wants us to, God has always wanted his people to be in control. Now, exactly. not, because, not because you're going to oppress people, but sure. because you have his heart. Yes. You will take care of people. But anytime that you're not in control, it's, it, it's difficult to really live the life that he wants you to live. And that's that's the debtor. And exactly. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> very much so. That's a you debtor know? for sure. Yes. You know, uh, you, you know, it's, it's very easy. I was talking I, I, I was preaching yesterday and I was telling my congregation, I said, it's very easy to get in certain things, but very hard to get uh, out. Very hard. Yeah. We have that and, little and, contract. Yeah, and, and that is one of them. That is you know, one of them. Even a credit card, you know? Yes. No, no. You know, and so our ignorance in a lot of cases has sure. has hurt us. You yeah. know, one of the things I talk about is um uh there's some there's a such thing called called an ignorance tax. Yes. Mm -hmm. Meaning tax that we pay for not knowing. Correct. That's right. That's right. And that's a that's a heavy you know, toll a to lot pay. Of, <laughs> that's a look, dude. It's a heavy toll to pay to be heavy ignorant. toll. You know, yeah, it's not bliss. We heard that ignorance is bliss. No, ignorance is ignorance. You know, it's that's it's right. Really, you know, you 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 pay tremendously if you don't know. If you, you don't, don't know, know. exactly, exactly. That's and right. So it's so same thing with this debt. You know that you have to learn. Hey, I I got to get out of debt as soon as I can because sure. this is going to help me get on my path to being financially independent. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really great point, and and uh, unfortunately, a lot of people, meaning uh, most people, don't have those conversations when they're young. Exactly. Their parents sit down with them, have that money talk to tell them, "Hey, you know, you want to do this and not that. You want right. to save money, don't spend it all once you earn it." Exactly. And and uh, now everything is is kind of tilting towards going virtual which means people have to be even more careful because when it's virtual, it's not always guaranteed. No, right? no, no. The government no. doesn't cover all the virtual, all the no. crypto and everything like that. No, well, 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 one thing I always tell people is this, when people say, what should I invest in? Sure. I say the first thing you should invest in is your education. Yes, invest in yourself. That you need That's to learn. Bet on yourself. You need to bet on yourself. You need <laughs> yes. to become, you, you need to become what we call financially literate. 
That's and correct. So that's going to, and so and, and so that's going to cost you some time. That's going to cost you reading sure. some books and going to some courses. Yeah. Turn the TV off and watching a football game and yeah. learn, you know going on YouTube. You're know, plugging into some of your stuff that you're putting out. Some stuff I'm putting out. Exactly. Because if now now you're financially literate, now yeah. you can become what I call financially intelligent. Intelligent. Because exactly. now now that you're financially intelligent, now you can make wise choices, and Very we know wise. life is choice different. Not, not yeah. only for yourself, but the generation coming up behind you. Of course. Children yes. and grandchildren, yes. et cetera. Yes. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, there are conversations I have with my children and I have with my seven-year-old grandson sure. because I'm financially literate. Yes. Now, I don't know everything, but I, but I tell people I, well, I've I, learned a lot throughout the last 20 or 30 years. Absolutely. And I still continue to learn. Me too. Me you know, too. But, mm -hmm. you know, but that's because, you know, uh, there's a video I put out some time ago. I said most people don't realize that there are three types of education. Sure. All right. So the first education is what we call scholastic education. And yes. you know, so you get that from, you know, book, uh, you know, first grade all the way through college. Uh -huh. you know, they book the knowledge. ABCs, one, two, threes, all that. Yeah, you know, all uh -huh. that type of stuff. Oh, yeah. And then there's vocational education. Vocational. You know, so when, when you get into a particular, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh -huh. I, I mean, so uh -huh. if you go to be an engineer or a carpenter, well, they have to teach you how to be that. Get that expertise. Yes, you got to get that. And then the third education is financial education. Yes. Well, they don't teach you that. They you don't have to learn it. that on your and own. And I think there's a reason no, for that. Well, I don't, well, well, we can go to a whole, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> we have to do that one next. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that's the next one. Oh, yeah. You know, but, you know, the financial education, you have to, you have to have, take enough initiative, take the initiative on your own yes. to go out and that's educate right. yourself. Yeah, yeah. That, you that's know? what, that's and so what that's books. Yeah. Books, some, some, uh, you're going to a workshop. Yes. You know, you're going to yes. get, um, some courses, whatever. Yes, it all takes. that, all yeah. that. And you but, learn. But like you said, Dexter, uh, when you go to the Bible, a lot of it's exactly. right there. Right there. <laughs> if, if, in particular, if you read Proverbs, I tell people read, if you read the book of Proverbs yes. and the book of Ecclesiastes, yes. King Solomon was the wealthiest man who ever lived for a reason. Thank you. So if you read Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, I mean, I, Paul, I started reading Proverbs. I mean, I was at a sales conference and I heard a guy got up at this time. Uh -huh. The name was, he's along with him. His name was Bob Safford. He said, you know uh -huh. what? He said, the best sales book I've ever uh -huh. seen in business book and success book I read was the book of Proverbs. And yeah. at that time he was making like $3 million a year. I'm like, uh -huh. okay. Uh -huh. He had a bad year. He's making 3 million. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I need to listen to him. <laughs> I need to listen to what he's saying. You know, now here I am, a church boy. I had, you know, I wasn't much right. of a Bible reader at the time. Right. But as I began to start reading the, the Proverbs, I'm like, you know what? There is a lot of good stuff here on oh, staying so. out of debt and um, not co-signing co loans. And, right. Yes. You know, be having the ownership mentality. Right. And I'm like, wow, there's just a lot of great things. In Ecclesiastes, he talked about having multiple streams of income. So right. all the things we're hearing now, yes. Solomon wrote about, oh my God. Back from the start. Yeah, thousands of years yeah. ago. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I, I tell my children. I said, well, uh, just because you hear about something now, it's already happened before. Oh, please. You're just hearing yeah, it now. Please. Yeah. You're just coming yeah. to the well, consciousness of well, it well, now. Well, well, Paul, think about this. All of us, because I tell people like this, the principles are the principles. Yes. What we do is we put our own personal spin on it. So I dexterize it, you Paulize it, exactly. and then we bring it to the marketplace. But I mean, but for the most part, Solomon told us this. He said, there's nothing new underneath the sun. That's very right? true. So very if there's nothing true. new underneath the sun, really success will leave you footprints if you're looking for them. That's very true. Very true. You got to be looking for them. For you got to sure. be looking. 
Yes. Yes. So Dexter, let's move into a topic that I think is very important. We touched on a little bit earlier about entrepreneurship. So yes. I want to move into that direction. And that was, of course, a part of uh, that trinity that you had, that right. entrepreneurship piece. So let's share about uh, some, a little bit about real estate investing, and then we'll uh, move over to trying to create some generational wealth as well right. to kind of get the listeners to understand and appreciate that once we have that debt freedom and we're on the right track, let's start making that money work for us. Yes. So yes. let's look at one, one aspect of being a real estate investing and how people can really uh, do something for themselves in a good way. Right. Well, I, I think real estate is probably the lowest hanging fruit when it comes to building wealth. Yes, it is. That's very because, powerful. Yeah, very powerful because if you get your, I tell people, if you get your first piece of property, you're on your way. Yes. Because if you know how to manage it well, Yes. Um, uh, it will begin to allow you to do other things because, you know, usually what I do is I, I have four things I talk to people about when it comes to real estate. I say sure. real estate is powerful for four reasons. Number one, for cash flow. Yes. Number two, for appreciation. Appreciation, exactly. Number three, mm-hmm. for uh, for debt, for, for tax benefits. Yes. And then number four, um, you know, debt pay down, you know, yes. so Very let's just, and, and I've got time to get all of them, but sure. let me just, let, let me just go on cash flow and appreciation. Yes. You know, so if you buy a property yeah. and, you know, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of people buying a multifamily property first, you know, exactly. so meaning they buy like a two or three Duplex. family live in one unit. Exactly. Uh-huh. And then they rent that thing out. Well, you know, your biggest or your second biggest expense is your housing. So if someone nice. is paying your housing, Yes. How fast can you accelerate your debt or begin to save for your next property? Yes. Got it? Got it. So, and then you also look at the appreciation part of it. You know, appreciation means I bought it for 30000 Now it's worth. Now, now it's worth $150,000. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm building equity. And so I look at, hey, now what can I do with that appreciation? Can I take Ooh. some of that and go buy another property? Or can I take some of that and start a business and, and so you know are making repairs to the property uh, making repairs to the property you know yeah. and so those are I mean it's a very powerful tool and then don't talk about the tax benefits oh yeah you know for sure meaning this you know this Paul, as, as a business guy mm-hmm. uh the interest that we pay on our mortgage we get to write that off on, as a tax deduction that's, right? that's correct absolutely and then there's and then, it, then real there's estate also taxes something called, and yeah, there's exactly that too. And then there's uh-huh. also something called depreciation, meaning yes. that wear and tear on your property, you get to write that off. Off, yeah. Well, repairs, you know, if uh-huh. you're if you're a renter, you don't get that benefit. You don't get you know? it. And so exactly. You know, and so and so. So uh, and, and, and that's another uh, another leadership position right there when you own exactly. that property Thank and you. leverage. Thank you. Exactly. Yes. And leverage. And then think about this: your biggest expense is mm-hmm. taxes, whether people yes. know it or not. And sure. so real estate is, is one of the ways that you can begin to, uh, you know, yeah. uh, do all things we talked about, get oh, cash yeah. flow coming in, to have appreciation going on, to get tax yeah. benefits. And so yeah. I believe it's the, it's the lowest hanging fruit in the yes. wealth building piece of it. And now think about this now, be, sure. because, because we're talking about passing it on. Sure. Well, if you do it right, yes. you can either pass on that property or a couple properties, or sure. you can help your children get their own properties. Now, now we're talking about generational wealth building. Absolutely. Through real estate. And uh, you know, what do they say, uh, Pastor Jenkins? They're not building any more land, not making Thank any more you. land. Thank you. Yeah. See, see <laughs> so as, as, property. As, as much as I love cryptocurrency and sure. stocks and all that, I can't live in a stock. 
You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. And, and I, I can think live in a lately, I can live in a house. Yeah. yeah. And I think China just recently stated that crypto isn't worth anything and the market just. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so, and so I'm not against that because there's right. some people who study that and they know what they're doing. They, they know what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I say for most people, most people, you right. can start with real estate yes. and getting good at that. You know, you're on your way. It's some physical building. Get that yes. building. Yes, apartment you know, buildings, houses. And, yeah, well, well, and, then, and then Paul, think about this. People who look like you and I came here to work the land. Now it's time yeah. for us to own it. To own the land, absolutely. Exactly. And, and that's what we plan on doing, exactly. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. It's All time right. for us to own the land. You know, so that's why I, I'm a big proponent of real estate. Yeah, me too. Me too. I've invested myself. And uh, it's, it's uh, when end of year comes, the time to file those taxes and you own right. properties, you're yes, looking sir. good. You're looking, you're looking good. real good. Looking no, real good. You Absolutely. know, because the, the, the biggest thing I hear, Paul, when it comes to real estate, going back for a second, John, I don't want sure. to cut you off. No problem. The people people don't realize the, the wealth building tool that it is. And that, you know, I hear, well, I don't want to be a landlord. Well, I'm like, you've got to shift your focus. Yeah. And, and don't think about toilets and tenants and you know, all that right. type of stuff. I'm thinking about hire, wealth building. hire someone to do that. Hire somebody That's to what do I that did. type of stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, but, but, but if you're not thinking like that. Yeah, get your property management. <laughs> yes, you know, and so that that's the biggest hurt I find when I'm talking to people. Like, I don't want to go, particularly as a pastor, I don't want to be a landlord. I'm like, listen, do you want to be poor? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be either or, or one or the other. Yeah, one or the other. You know, I'm like, listen, it's it's a great tool. And to your point, if if your portfolio gets big enough, now you can hire somebody to take over to the, over you. those things to manage it for you. Yeah, and you, you just manage them. So. Oh, for sure, and that that's a win win for sure. Big time, yeah. Well, Pastor Jenkins, I tell you, I've really learned a lot. I know the listeners and viewers have as well. So we're coming to a close. Is there anything else you'd like to share at this time? Or your contact information, upcoming programs, yes. and more? Yes. Well, to start with how to contact me, if they go yes. to DexterBJenkins.com, yes. uh, what I do have is the the the, uh, the three ship method that we talked about. Yes. Powerful. Uh, if they go there, yeah. If they go there, they can download that as a as as an ebook in a PDF form. Oh, so if they go to DexterBJenkins.com. Okay. Put in their email address. They can download that there, and what that allow us to do was to send them that book. But then also for us to be able to stay in contact with them, you know, as sure. we're doing other things. So that's Absolutely. number one. The number two, they can follow me on all my social media as Dexter B. Jenkins, uh, and and in particular my YouTube channel because I, I put out a yes. video. Uh -huh. Usually one or two a week. And so okay. good stuff on that, you know, around around success and, and investing in business, all that good stuff. Yes. And your YouTube title is, is Dexter BJ. Dexter BJ. Yep. Okay. Dexter BJ. Fantastic. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. yep. So they go there and, okay. and get me there. And then I do also have a book uh, that yes. I call uh, uh -huh. it's a little, it's a little yeah. more of a pamphlet than a yeah. big book, but it's getting your money uh, straight and building, and building wealth. wealth. Yes. 52, 52 tips, tips to do on that. how to help do to do that. Yes. Exactly. So uh, right there on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, they can go right on Amazon.com uh, and they can they, they can they can access that. And so okay. those are the ways that uh, you know they can get in contact with me. Oh, fantastic. I tell you, it's really been a powerful dynamic. I want to bring you on again and uh, so I can share it with even more people. And I really appreciate you. I know the listeners and viewers will as well. And so again, I want to thank you, uh, Pastor Dester B. Jenkins. Again, he's the senior. 
pastor of Fellowship Christian Church in the beautiful city of Boston, of which I love. We talked about that already. <laughs> we talked about that extensively. <laughs> I love that, Boston yeah. people. <laughs> and so he's, he's, he's uh, doing great things up there, helping people, helping families to better understand money. And what he has talked about today is this, how you can obtain money God's way. And there is no better way than God's way. Yes, sir. We we really want to thank him for being the honored guest today. And uh, get out there on Apple Podcasts and rate and review this particular episode with uh, Pastor Dexter B. Jenkins. So thank you very much for being with us today. We're honored to have you for sure. Thank you for having me. All right. And uh, for all our listeners and viewers, get out there on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, uh, you you name it, uh, we're out there. And uh, rate and review this particular episode because he's uh, providing, Dexter B. Jinx is providing some uh, information, some wisdom, content-rich information at that that's going to help make a change in your life for you to become debt-free, to build wealth, and then to build generational wealth over time. So this is going to conclude this episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, and we'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Okay, Dexter B. Jenkins, thank you so much, my friend, and God bless you. We finally got it. We got it, and it's all good. I'll see you on the next. All right, sir. Thanks for listening to Wealth Academy Podcast. Please subscribe and rate this episode on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts to get you or someone you know assessed for Paul's online financial freedom courses or money coaching. In addition to resources associated with this podcast, email Paul at info at paulvanspeaks.com. 